the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. I'm Milton Blake along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, wishing you a happy Father's Day and uh, inviting you to come to Milberger's at 1604 on Bulverde Road to enjoy the color and the gardening. There's a nice breeze. And it's not too hot, and uh, there's lots of opportunities here. We can help you answer a question if you got one. You can come by, and you can call 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Lots of folks uh, picking up uh, Father's Day presents. Yeah. Yeah, there was, this young man, there was a young man here looking at the, trying to pick the best black-eyed Susan. Oh, okay, or, that'd yeah, be a nice yeah, gift. Yeah, he was... <laughs> Kind now, of talking to himself and talking to the flowers. So, um, just to, just out of curiosity, I've got a quick question: Do we can we grow almonds? They no no. We this, grow the tree, yeah, but not the actual almonds. Because I've I've really kind of gotten an interest in almonds lately. In fact, I was thinking of going on. There's a punchline. Here we go. An all <laughs> almond an all almond diet. But you know, I thought to myself, that's that's just nuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought we could mix in some dad jokes on Father's Day. <laughs> we had that suggestion, so uh, yeah. we might. I might just mix those in a little bit. So yeah. you're kidding <laughs> about growing almonds? Yes, I'm kidding about growing almonds. I think I've heard you say before that we can't grow almonds. But I'll- yeah, the the problem is with almonds that they have a fruit that looks like a peach. When you see the tree, it looks like a peach, and what uh, they. You know they, they, they bloom too early, don't they? Yeah, no. Oh. They, they say that you shouldn't eat a peach seed. You know they say it's poisonous. Yeah. Yeah, it's arsenic in it. Yeah, yeah. And the, but uh, an almond—that's exactly what you eat. It, it looks like a peach, and then when it ripens, it splits open, and the almond is in what looks like the pith pit of the uh, peach. Of the fruit, uh, but here because of the humidity, they will never open properly. Uh, Doctor Laura Shreve, uh, who's passed away, because uh, it was eating looked, almonds. Looked, looked at looked at almond production here, and uh, I, I saw a great big tree in Uvalde, and uh, it. Uh, had a, had a lot of a lot of fruit on it and almond, but the most of them weren't open. Hmm. So they're grown in uh, arid climates. Okay. Almonds are. But we we've tried them and uh, 
But he he tried them in uh, in Uvalde, and uh, I think he had some in uh, Catula. I think that's where his biggest planting was was in Catula, which uh, you would have thought uh, would have been hotter and drier and uh, than here, but uh, they didn't open down there either. Huh? How interesting. So you don't suggest an all almond diet? No. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. They're good. I like to eat. Yeah, them. they are good. Well, they're good for you too. Yeah, yeah. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Sylvia is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Sylvia, what's going on? How can we help you today? Hey, good morning, Milton. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm uh, fine. Remembering your blue eyes. <laughs> Aww. Thank you, Sylvia. You're welcome, Milton. Hey, listen, I need to check with the guys on uh, the tit worms on my pecan trees. I've got two pecan trees, and they started out with little webs, but now, you know, like almost a fourth of the tree is covered with them. Yeah, we're getting lots what of reports. What do we spray them with? What do we spray them with, Milton? Well, I'm going to ask. I'm going to defer to them. <laughs> you don't want my answer. Well, they it's hard oh. to spray them at all anymore. Yeah. Because no. uh, your your neighbors, you know, the, t- it takes a big spray rig, and uh, there are companies out there that have them, but uh, the neighbors don't uh, don't find it very uh, reassuring to have a, a big spray rig. Can you reach them from the ground, or are the tree too big? No. Well, no, they're not that big, Jerry. And my... Uh, we live in Helotus. Okay. Uh, my my son and daughter-in-law live in Helotus, and you know they've got big land uh, okay. backyards back here, and the trees are way in the back, and they're not close to anybody's house, you know that kind of a thing. Oh, okay. Uh, but but they're they're all of a sudden though they those webs get, have gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh yeah, they they'll expand. Now, one thing that you can do that uh, Mal- Malcolm Beck taught us It's worked slick, too. Yeah, is, uh, is get a pole or, or something and, and break, Bamboo. The, break, the ne- break the nest open. Okay. And it's almost, it's almost uh, amazing because you break open that nest and it, it l- turns loose the, the caterpillars in there. The weather, I mean, the heat gets them, but the wasps just yeah, kind of, that's the, they come in one them. right after other, picking them off. <laughs> so oh, if you can get so, somebody help okay. you to just rip open as many as you can. Yeah. Okay. All right. My daughter-in-law is listening to your answer, so. <laughs> oh, uh, good. They're their trees, but I know she's gonna, they're going to work on it. Okay. Very good. Uh, All right. I, I've got my memorial... Uh, wasp nest to, to Malcolm Beck. Uh, okay. He he used to always have uh, wasp nest over his oh, gosh. door. Every place. It's yeah, in yeah. Uh, but uh, he'd go in and out the door, front door, and he said he never got stung. Uh, so th- to this this year, I don't know if I'm going to be as brave as he is. But I've got a wasp nest on the side of my front door. Mm. Oh wow! And when I when I open it, 
or to <laughs> lock it. Yeah. Surprise. They're standing. They're sitting there looking at me. Yeah. Oh my God. And and you know they they. Uh, well, the, the wiggle, worst, wiggle their wings when mm. they're getting ready to eat you up. The worst thing is when you forget them. Yeah. And you're carrying oh, a box or something. Yeah, that'll take Run into them or a shovel or... Oh, Lord. Then they'll... But I, I always got a kick out of it. We'd be going to... Uh, like the Master Gardener class would be going to Malcolm's. Yeah. And there'd, everybody would be trying to find a door where there weren't any wasps, <laughs> wasps to get in. <laughs> Well, but, uh, I, I just hope that maybe there's some wasps, you know, way farther back there in the yard by those trees that are like. Oh the yeah, they're everywhere. So yeah, they'll, it's, they'll, it's amazing how fast they find it too. That's yeah, and what, fun to watch. I mean, it's just like a, like they're uh, soldiers in one and lo- yeah. one right after each other. If you go on okay. to plantanswers dot com, uh, the website, and look under the the uh, section labeled. Uh, Questions with photos, uh-huh. and you you'll see a question about uh, wasp and and webworm. Okay, and I've got pictures of that oh. uh, that I, I, I took of uh, wasp and, and coming in there the get, getting those worms. Okay, Not- plantanswers.com. Okay, yes. thanks, right, Sylvia. Good. I thank you Bye. so much, gentlemen. Have a good day. Bye bye. You Happy too. Father's good to day. hear from. You. And thank you, and thank you for the nice words. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Another thing, Jerry, we better alert people that uh, just spraying BT on the um, webbing right. doesn't do the job. No. They've no. got to ingest, the caterpillars have to ingest uh, BT, so you'd have to put it on the foley surrounding right, the web, right, right. and not just on on the web. A lot of a lot of times, that's yeah. the failure. Kind of figure out uh, which way the web is yeah. spreading, and uh, spray it in front of the web. That's right. Or you, you can use something like malathion too, but that I guess that would uh, be you want to be careful and not alarm the neighbors. Or you could burn them out. (laughs) I burned them out on TV, Milton. How'd that go? (laughs) It works. Okay. It works. Uh, The only problem I had was uh, I had a cane pole, I guess, and I uh, tied uh, some rags or something on the end of the cane pole. And uh, when I was doing the TV program, I lit, of course, lit it. To to show the burning of them, burning them out, and it took too long to do, and the cane pole burning and had in two, and then the fire came falling down on me, <laughs> so it was kind of a tough experience. So uh, poor gardening, but great television. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. If you have any suggestions on how to get rid of them when it don't involve <laughs> fire, or uh, kind of what um, it was, it's interesting to hear those wasp stories because uh, there's enough anecdotal uh, evidence that we've heard that would convince you to at least try it. Well, oh, we, oh yeah. yeah, we've seen it. Like I said, I got pictures of it. Yeah, we've seen it many times. Yeah, and I, and I've seen it in. Oh, folks that said, "Oh, that can't, that can't work," 
And they'll say, well, let's, let's just try it, you know. And, <laughs> and you take, yeah. get your cane pole, pull it up. And, I, and the several of them, within 10, 15 minutes, there was a wasp. Oh, yeah, that's what amazes me is how quickly they find yeah. that tear in that net. And then two hours later, they, that's when that line of them just keeps coming through. Right. So, and they, and they, can, an, they can clean out a big web, too. And that's another uh, motivation that... That like Malcolm was always encouraging folks to leave those wasps anytime <laughs> you can. Just leave them in place because they're not as aggressive. They're not aggressive, and uh, they do a lot of good. But of course, you got a lot of people that that are uh, well, a few people that are allergic to them, and then yeah, uh, deadly. Mm, really? Yeah. To wasps? Yeah. And then you'll sometimes they'll get nests uh, like on your uh, banister. Yeah, or, you know where you you put your somebody will put your hand, arm down and then they accidentally <laughs> aggravate them and they'll get bit. I was showing Greg Grant my my neighbors uh, the the wasp, uh-huh. and uh, as he was going in the door in the front door, and uh, he he lis- he listened to my Malcolm story, and uh, and then he looked at me and said. I've got some wasp spray in the car. (laughs) (laughs) So he wasn't wasn't going for that uh, coexisting with the wasp on the front porch. Good for Malcolm. But anyway, (laughs) yeah. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We did thanks to Millburgers for uh, help letting us uh, do the show and uh, the nice tribute to Paul Cox yesterday. I've yeah. Heard some nice things so far about it from a couple people, and it'll be oh, podcast on the web, so you'll be able to get it. Yeah. So. Yeah, a lot of people were asking me when that. It should be up on Tuesday. Yeah, so, that's uh, what we told them. So good. Uh, but, yeah, it was. Talk- I, I kind of, when, when I saw how many people came to Paul's actual event, I thought, gosh, there'll be nobody left to listen to the show. They were just <laughs> amazing numbers that uh, yeah. came. So, well, that's good. I mean, the uh, Michelle and Paul's children, um, I think, really felt good about the response we got. Both, yeah. Both to the live event and, and also the fact that uh, Milbergers and KLUP uh Went ahead and did that uh, radio broadcast. Well, Paul used to come over, and I guess he substituted for me, didn't he? Oh yeah, he did lots, of, lots of times. And uh, when I'd get back, y'all would tell stories of yeah. Paul <laughs> wandering off the set <laughs> and wandering around the nursery. He liked to oh. look at the plants. Yeah, Mel- Milton was trying to impose <laughs> a, a rule. I forgot about that. That that he yeah, Paul had too. to sit. Uh, and you yeah. couldn't. You know, commercials are only. One Were you mean to Paul Milton? No, no. Did it work? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, it would be. You just kind of be talking to Calvin, looking over here, and you'd look back to Paul, and he'd be gone. <laughs> and then you see him running, going through the nursery, looking at something that caught his eye. Uh, one of the things that they did, and it gives me an opportunity to talk about it, was they had the. That uh, was a hawk. They did a little hawk. Uh, yeah, um, the bir- last chance birds of prey. A South Texas hawk, uh, gosh, it's... it's you want na- a red na- tail? No, oh, no. It uh, is, I want to say brown. It, uh, it's got uh, color in its name. Yeah. 
uh, big, uh, relatively large. Somebody will remember okay. what it's called, or I might even, you know, at my, <laughs> at my age, I might remember what the actual name was. Well, the folks from Birds of Prey, Last Chance Forever, will be here at Millburgers on June 30th from 10 to 11 for a kid's uh, gardening class. And uh, this is uh, really going to be fascinating for kids, and it's another popular one now. Uh, so uh, they actually say on this that the, the, the class is free, and we'll double-check with Trace, uh, but they encourage a reservation. Uh, 210-497-3760 to make your reservation. That's for the 30th, and we're going to talk to them next week a little bit about what they'll do and um, kind of uh, what we can expect. So that'll be really good. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a that, great uh, that, uh, educational experience. If, yeah. if, if your kids have not oh, yeah. seen uh, those hawks in action, hawks and we sometimes they even have vultures and uh, what else? They have uh, all different kinds of hawks, falcons. Um, I don't remember. I don't think they. Well, I th- they may have had eagles in the past. Right, but right before they turned it loose, well, everybody was looking for it. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, uh, and you can hear I, it I, yeah, I don't know if you heard me. Yeah, but I, a buzzard flew over about that. <laughs> oh, is that? No, yeah. I didn't. <laughs> it did. I did notice everybody kind of looked up. Uh, yeah, and, uh, it was buzzard. And giggled. Okay, <laughs> I didn't know what that was. I said. Is it a buzzer? Did you really? <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, that pretty, that hawk uh, flew over the crowd. Uh, yeah, a very, couple times. And uh, well, what got me was they could fly him back and forth over the crowd. Yeah. Uh, he, he only only uh, went around the one time. Yeah. He, he landed. Uh, uh, obviously, he's marker. he's he's one on the on the team that's <laughs> more disciplined than some yeah. of the others I've seen. But uh, the amazing thing was he could see the, that was pretty. Uh, we were in the amphitheater there at the Botanical Garden. And uh, one of his handlers got on one side of the, the uh, one side of the crowd. Uh, uh, and he flew all the way across the amphitheater yeah. to, that, to that handler. Three times, didn't he? Yeah. But one was tucked away, wasn't he? He wasn't within. Yeah. He wasn't in the line of vision. I yeah, mean, I was surprised that that talk could find him. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't very. That was the cool thing. Was I agree with you? He wasn't high. He, yeah, he, he was low. At, yeah, he was low. He was at pretty much kind of flying above, about a foot above head. You're right, uh, folks' heads. And but so he, how, how did he find the other guy on the other side who was like over <laughs> to the, the left and behind the bushes? Right. I'm not sure, but I've kind of felt he had a feeling. Oh, oh, where he might be? No, but the uh, the hawk, uh. when he especially when he landed on the f- the frames, the trellises and things, it was kind of saying, "I know I'm supposed to just go right uh. over there, but, uh. but this is so cool here." Yeah. You know. <laughs> All right, two one oh. That's going to be on June thirtieth. That's uh, not next uh, Sunday, but Sunday a week. Two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. You can go to millburgernursery dot com to learn more, and you can make your reservations. By calling Millburgers at 210-497-3760. Are they going to bring a buzzard? I don't know. So I can take a picture of it on Calvin's okay. shoulder? We'll, we'll find out. We can ask next week to bring one. There you go. Okay. Hey, I want to talk to you real quick about Spider-Man Pest Control. If it's bugging you in your house, whether it's ants or roaches, uh, whether it's uh, scorpions, or now maybe it's mosquitoes. Uh, I've heard people talking about mosquitoes. I've heard people talking about roaches online. Uh, 
You can give Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control a call, and they'll help take care of it for you. These guys do a terrific job, and uh, they uh, really, since 1976, have been helping homeowners and business owners to remain pest-free. The Into Care mosquito trapping system, we got to get worn on. We were hoping for last week and uh, this week. This week was awkward because we weren't going to be there on Saturday, but uh, we'll get them on next week if we can. Tell me, tell you about it. But go to his website, GoSpiderManPest.com, and learn about this system uh, that people are using. I've heard folks ask me, you know, hey, how do I do this? I don't want to spray. Well, this would be a great way to yeah. do it. The Into Care mosquito trapping system. If you don't want to spray, uh, would be a terrific way to handle it. So go. We'll we'll pursue it with uh, Warren. Yeah. If we're talking about this mosquito situation. Spraying is. It's a compromise that most of us have to make. Oh, yeah. And then, then see and see how much of a compromise we're making. Them, if, you know, if we were trying to raise butterflies in our yards, <coughs> if we use this system, it seems like it uh, reduces the general spraying that gets. Yeah, done. I never, I never have had good luck with general spraying. Well, I, th- I think uh, you're right. I you think most uh, people. You know, don't. you pass. Where are the mosquitoes? So are they in the shrubs or? On the shrubs or well, Jerry, we, in the trees or what? We, we've had so much experience with uh, general spraying, <coughs> such as my tomatoes aren't doing well. I sprayed a fungicide, you know, it turns out to be insects or something, you know, those, or I sprayed the whole yard, but I still have uh, uh, mosquitoes or something. No. Yeah, yeah, you got it, is a uh, well, they. Oh, go, I'm sorry. They they use targeting, assist, target, yeah, targeting. They, they use yeah. this at Disney World where they've got to have control yeah. over this stuff. They use it in Miami, Florida, and so, no sprays. Yeah, so learn it. Yeah, exactly. So go learn about it at GoSpiderManPest.com or call them and ask about it. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721 or GoSpiderManPest.com. We'll take a break. Come back in a moment on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. It's a Texas Superstar Week at Millburgers, and they're featuring Texas Superstars on their sale items. What's a Texas Superstar? These are plants that have been shown to do well throughout Texas to take all our conditions and thrive. And you want Texas Superstars in your garden, and you want to head over to Millburgers this week to save. Like Vinca, the Cora Series is on sale in the 4-inch pot for just $0.88 cents each. Texas Lilac Vitex. Have you seen them blooming all around town? If you want one in your yard, they're just eighteen eighty-eight in a three-gallon container. Gold Star Esperanza are absolutely beautiful. They're a Texas superstar, and they're on sale in the twelve-inch pot for just nineteen eighty-eight. You'll save on Duranta. This beautiful bloomer is a Texas superstar in the twelve-inch pot for just sixteen eighty-eight. You can find these and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Bull Forty Road. Learn more online at MillburgerNursery.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. 
Sometimes President Trump puts his foot in his mouth when he doesn't have to. In an interview with former Bill Clinton operative and current ABC News anchor George Stephanopoulos, the president said he would not necessarily inform the FBI if a foreign government provided dirt on his political opponents. Not only does the comment give his opponents, including those in Congress who want to impeach him, more fuel for their effort, it is completely unnecessary. All of the Democrats, from Joe Biden's plagiarism and flip-flopping to Bernie Sanders' socialism, have plenty going against them. Furthermore, the president has the issues in his favor, from the economy to record low unemployment, more jobs and job openings than ever, and a rising tide in minority communities. He should be touting that record and featuring people who have benefited from his policies at his rallies. He should also note, as Rush Limbaugh has mentioned, what is happening in California, with rat-infested streets, homelessness, and filth as the future of the country if it turns socialist. That's all the dirt he needs. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. My name is Hunter Hayes. I know myself, and I know my buzzed warning signs. One shot is about knowing my limits or not necessarily knowing my limits. I start with one shot to have a good time. One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm going to start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Woke up crying late at night When I was very young I had dreamed my father Had passed away and gone My world revolved around him I couldn't lie there anymore So I made my way down the mirrored hall and tapped upon his door and I said Daddy I'm so afraid how will I go on with you gone that way no more to cry anymore so may I stay with you he said that's my job what I do Everything I do Is because of you To keep you safe With me That's my job You see And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas Al back in the, uh, the studio uh, Picking out some Father's Day music And that's uh, funny That song reminds me of the uh, first job that, that I got, my dad got for me at a bank. and uh, I, They let you around money? Yeah, it's hard to believe, isn't it? And I, <laughs> I, I lost it after after two weeks, and I know that disappointed them. But, uh, yeah, man came in and asked me to check his balance, so I pushed him over. 
Uh, I like that. You like that? Okay. All right. Oh, Little dad jokes in, in, in mixed in <laughs> mix too. So. What, is, what is the limit that we're going to put up with? <laughs> we'll find out. 210-308-8867. Trace is on the porch with us. Hey, Trace, what's going on today, man? Uh, we got all kinds of beautiful things in for Father's Day weekend, and uh, we've seen numerous fathers. We've seen numerous mm-hmm. sons. Yeah, uh, daughters, everybody picking out unusual things. Lots of gift cards. Black Eyed Susans were getting a lot of that it's, kind uh, of attention. Yep, uh, sold a lot of bromeliads, a lot of hand tools, a lot of gift oh, cards. Uh-huh. Um, some interesting things that sold: uh, orange cone flowers. Oh. Father went to UT. Oh. Orange cone flower. He didn't seem too interested in the Aggie color one. Nah, that's okay. <laughs> You, uh, we had somebody up asking about Mexican flame vines. Do y'all have those? Uh, I looked for them. Um, I do not. So we, you we, have had those. In oh, the past. you bet. Uh, and so, uh, like most people, if we don't have something, we'll look for it. So yeah. we, we have a what we call a wish list, <laughs> and uh, not that we can find everything on there, but we make an attempt to uh, fulfill everybody's requests. Aren't well, those flowers orange? They are. Yeah. Very well, and it's on our uh, top butterfly list. Oh, too. okay. Oh, in, the, in the fall, that is just amazing. Yeah. I mean, birds do really like them. Yeah, it's a pretty plant. Yeah, I saw I saw one on growing on a fence first time I'd seen him. I was with John Fanning, and uh, I just about jumped out of the truck because I mean that thing was solid. They're show uh, when they're in bloom. They're showy. Well, they're yeah. pretty, yeah, they're, and they are versatile, too. They'll grow grow along the, on the ground and bloom, but they also, you could, if you've got them like in a half whiskey barrel, you can have them go up a specific yeah, trellis. absolutely. Almost as high as you want them to go. Tomato cage. You know, yeah. It can be as simple as that in a pot. But, uh, yeah, you, they're hard to match in the fall. Cause, well, they've started, it's now, now's the time they start to bloom, but they're really... It's a good one to consider for your butterfly and hummingbird list, too. We're going to be looking for them, I guess we will. i tell you what what snagged my attention when I walked in are those uh, beautiful uh, plumbagos in those pots that they got. Well, that, those are ready-to-use pots. I think. Big, about, oh, oh, right he's, talk, he's talking about the big ones over there, Calvin. Yeah, I'm talking about the great big ones. But we do have the little ones on sale, and they look pretty darn good, too. Yeah. Which one? These the one gallon? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they look real nice. Yeah, one gallon uh, uh, was six ninety nine. $4.88? $4.88. Yeah. That's good for you, Calvin. He knows his stuff. Uh, <laughs> good for you, too. You didn't round or anything? No, no. that's a... That rarely happens. <laughs> There's a nice thryalis on the, uh, that yeah, car over there. They're, they're for nice sale. And, yeah, I think they're even on sale. Yes, they are. They're on sale. You're right. I'll, I'll, let me bring up the uh, my cheat sheet. The what? My cheat sheet. Oh. I talked about the birds of prey. We'll talk about uh, uh, what. Uh, now, tell me, on the birds of prey, we said we check with you. Are you asking for reservations on that one, too? Uh, not. I mean, they... Yes and no. It's nice to have a, a number of people okay. that are going to show up, but there's there's always standing room. Okay, cool. So even if you don't make the list, just just come, show up, and you can stand in the back and watch. Okay, good deal. Yeah, we so, got a, we have an adult bonsai class coming up too. Oh, sometime pretty soon. Let's see. Let me find it. I'll find out where that is. I, 
There it is right there. Oh, where? Oh, there it is. July 13th. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, actually... Are you asking for reservations for that? Yes. Because I know that does we, fill up. Well, we, reservations because we, we, we're limited. We can only have so much time. Yeah. And we also have to have the materials. So we have to have the plants and the and the pots. What is it? Which class? Bonsai. It's bonsai. Oh, yeah, Sherry yeah. Didier is going to be doing it? Sherry? I think so. Wow. Okay. Didn't yes. she? Yeah, she, we've kind of missed her the last one. Yeah. 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 Oh, good. So uh, this should be really good. Adult bonsai class, July thirteenth. Is it too soon to call and uh, make your reservations? I believe there's already a sheet ready. Oh, with good. Some names on it already. All right. Well, then uh, call. So somebody went to millburgernursery.com and found it. So uh, yeah. Now that we've announced it, you may want to call two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. Call the nursery two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero and. Uh, Reserve your space at this one. Uh, normally at the adult classes, we don't ask for RSVPs, but uh, on this one, yeah, because you're going to be uh, doing some hands-on work on this. So, yeah, that's great. All right, we'll keep announcing it, but uh, it may fill up. By it might very, fill up by the end of the show. Yeah, it might, honestly. It's it's really, really very popular. Um, so, and cool. It's hard to beat Sherry as a teacher. Yeah, she does a good job. Do you now, do we have any more Laura Bush petunias? I didn't see any. I think I saw the last of them in a the guy's hand this morning. Oh, man. I'm glad I got my three the uh, no, forgot, last Sunday. I forgot Yeah, about but you. did you plant them yet? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gave one as a gift, two, oh, as a, two as a gift, and then one planted. So All it took was 20 years. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was really getting good. All it took marrying Laura, going, you yeah. better plant that thing. Uh, <laughs> that, that thing better not die. <laughs> so... All right, 210-308-8867, the number to call, 210-308-8867. Trace, what else is going on? What's coming in? What's happening? What's well, shaking? Well, I got a new plant for the first time this year. Um, I mean, we've carried it on and off before. Well, you like it. Um, I didn't show it to you. But... Oh, yeah. All right, is this Happy our yes. plant of the weekend? <laughs> So this goes by lots of names, Manahot, right. uh, variegated tapioca, right. uh, pretty cool plant. I saw a, a mass planting of it done at the Botanical Gardens about f- three or four years ago. Yeah. And they had about a, I don't know, maybe a 30 by 40 bed with discipline. nothing but that, and it was yeah. spectacular. Always strikes me how disciplined they are, you know. So, I think we made it a Texas Superstar. I, I think a few years back, maybe so. Yeah. So it's, it's a pretty cool plant. It's got red stuff. Uh, red stems. Uh, the leaf kind of looks like a castor bean. Right. But with the variegation in the middle, it, it makes it far more showy than a castor bean ever could be. What is? Is it uh, full sun or partial sun? What is? Uh, f- full sun is fine. It to- um, yeah, it, it tolerate both. I yeah. Think. Uh, I think through a few years ago, we had one in a whiskey barrel out here that got intense sun from about uh, ten o'clock on, and it did really, really well. Oh yeah. We did. I remember having a. a uh, a fluke that came out of the side that was all green, and you, you went out and cut it off. Right. <laughs> yeah, the the grower. We it had, is a Texas superstar, by the way. <laughs> yeah. We had trouble uh, uh, carrying it through the winter. That was the problem we were, we were having with it because the volunteers and the greenhouse managers kept watering it like they water their petunias or whatever. And, uh, or their lavender. Yeah. 
and it would uh, rot off. It would die. Hmm. So it wasn't cold. It was uh, yeah, it was wet. rot. It's a tr- it's a true tropical. Now we I, I noticed over there that last weekend's uh, uh, plant of the week I saw only two left. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> it was an eating plant. Oh, oh the spinach, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Malabar. Well, I see one. One left now. <laughs> See one left. Uh, but yeah, we had a we had a lot of them set off to the side and names. Oh, good. And all that, so Yay, good. I'm glad that was people a, took it. That was a good that. plant of the weekend. Yeah, that's hard to find too. Is the variegated tapioca hard to find? Well, this is the first batch this year. Wow. So uh, historically, no. But this year, because of all the cool weather, we, oh, didn't, get okay. it, we yeah. didn't get it early. So we just now got it. Okay. And, uh, they're three gallon cans, twenty four ninety nine. Twenty four ninety nine. Not twenty five, no twenty four ninety nine. <laughs> Wait a minute, is it on the sale? No no no, 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 no. I'm just causing trouble. <laughs> you know the other thing that's got. So if you go online uh, and type it in variegated tapioca, you'll uh, you'll see pictures of it, and there are some beautiful pictures at TexasSuperstar.com uh, of it. Does it and say what year we claimed it as a? Oh, let's see. Does it say on the? Uh, come hello. Uh, partial sun. No, I don't think it says what year. Heat lover, in fact, does not grow vigorously until the night temperatures are consistently above 60 degrees. Right. Yep, that's why we didn't get it till now. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. No, it doesn't say when. Uh, one, another plant that's getting a lot of attention is are the uh, daylilies over there. Yeah. Yep, they're, they're starting to come in and bloom. We've got about seven or eight different colors. And uh, I think we've even got another... Another round of them coming this week. Cool. I, I want you to know that I've been con, con, uh, controlling we, myself and not eating the bloom. We've been watching him. No, it's been tough. He's afraid of Calvin will yell at him. The one, I, well, you, we, you had him down I, the hill. I, I would, because that's what sells the plant. <laughs> you had him down the hill, you know, for a long time. Well, that's, you that's know what? And they would always have a bloom on them, and I would walk by them and <laughs> look at them. All we had to mention was that, that Paul used to eat them quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> so Jerry started wondering. Maybe oh, they're, 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 they're great. <laughs> Tastes like cantaloupe. Yeah. I know. I've seen you eat them. A plate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're great. The old, the old the restaurant at the Botanical Garden, they yeah. used to have them. Uh, they're, they're, the fragrant ones are sweeter blooms, sweeter to eat blooms. Did you get some fragrant ones or do you know? I, I don't. I don't know. Okay. But uh, they they were blooming down the hill. <laughs> you know, every time you'd come by there, there'd be uh, some bloom. Do you know uh, last weekend or the weekend after we, I think it was last weekend that we had somebody call us concerning grapefruit. And we were going to go check. Yeah. And uh, I finally remembered, we don't have, don't don't seem to have bloom sweet, but we got ruby red and we got a couple other different varieties of grapefruit over there mm-hmm. too so uh, somebody the, the person that was looking for the grapefruit uh, uh looks like at least three varieties there uh to select from i guess the people that uh propagated bloom sweet are not doing citrus anymore i think no no we um can you get bloom sweet well not right now but yes. yeah you can though okay huh? I like, you know, it's the, kind the of... The problem right now is lemons. Oh, is that right? Yeah, there's a shortage of lemons. Yeah, there's about three great big ones over there, but not very many. But the uh, 
the boom suite. It's kind of an old-fashioned one. It's a got white, the, flesh. white flesh seeds, but the darn thing is so cold tolerant <laughs> and produ- production. Uh, before you decide you need two, make sure you need one <laughs> because that, that produces a lot of grapefruit. And it gets big. Oh, and they're, they're very sweet. Yeah, they're nice. Yeah. They're nice, nice grapefruit. Do y'all juice them? Do you do y'all? Juice Actually, them? we we take medications, uh, uh, so, so <laughs> yeah. our main task is to distribute them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but they, you know, but I always sneak a few. Uh-huh. And then, I, then of course, I don't know if the symptoms I feel are my imagination or if they. No, actually. yes, your imagination. <laughs> but gosh, they're good. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. If you have a question, two one zero three zero eight. Eighty-eight, sixty-seven, and are those the bougainvillea hanging baskets up there? That is some of them. Yeah, yeah, they're so, awfully uh, pretty. Yeah, we've got like three, maybe four colors left in the baskets. So we got that, that real pretty orange. Uh, we have that ruby red, which uh, there's only one growing operation in the country that can grow. We've got that uh, uh, lilac-y color, and uh, I saw some white this morning. Oh wow. Very cool. So lots of neat stuff here at the nursery. Lots of great stuff on sale. Let's yeah, rem- remind everybody, important. too, we got all the things you were looking for in the butterfly garden. We've got uh, the milkweed, of course, the mist flower, both of them blooming uh, two or three different kinds of zinnias um, that uh, for the garden, too. Uh, and the renowned porterweed. <laughs> yeah, Calvin I, wrote about porterweed in the paper yesterday. Oh, okay. Well, at least we had some. Can't, can't get more, but at least we had some. Yeah, there's uh, the red here. You can't get more? Not, not at the moment. Oh, my goodness. I can get the purple. Oh, okay. The but big the, one. Not the, big the red. Well, Calvin's looking. A, well, I was just going to alert everybody that. I uh, see it right there. He was looking to see how many he could get before oh. everybody else comes in. <laughs> oh. Right there? Yeah. It's blooming. Fifteen or sixteen, right there. Look, no, they're very, a very nice plant. And uh, of course, the hummingbirds and butterflies so love them. So, uh, how many? Uh, you got the purples. How many of those you got? You think? Uh, about four or five, I think. And they're the big, they're it's a big gallon pot. Yeah, really a nice plant. All right, while we got Trace here, we're going to go to the phone lines at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We got Harry on the line. Got a question about loquats and avocados. Harry, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Good. Happy Father's Day to all y'all. Happy Father's Day, Harry. Do uh, do the, both of those trees need mates to pollinate, or will they just single tree be okay? The the the. He's low, wondering if it, if uh, loquat loquat and avocado need pollinators. Yeah. Well, I mean they're. There's the avocado, self pro, the the self avocado probably does, but the, the loquat, no. Well, and there's so many loquats everywhere around, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if they did need one, they're, they're there. Yeah. That's that fruitful. Loquat is. Very fruitful. Okay, cool. That's good to know. Well, we got a, we got a spare anyway, just in case they didn't. There you go. Cool. Thanks, right, Harry. Thanks a lot, guys. You take care. Bye, Harry. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, where Bud is on the line. Hey there, Bud. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing good. 
Hope you're all doing the same. Good. What's going on? Uh, I have a question on that Malabar spinach. Uh, it's supposed to grow upright. And it grows like a vine. Yeah, yeah it'll grow long, uh, horizontal or upright. <laughs> and you said More the hanging down. baskets, yeah. Okay, well, um, not the hanging basket. Uh, if I were to put this at a uh, brick wall that I have, uh, you know, have it in a pot on the ground next to the wall, uh, am I going to need a trellis or should I run strings or what? Does it just climb up the wall or does it need something to it, hang on to? It won't climb. Yeah, you'd have to give it something like a to support. So, yeah, a tomato cage or something like that. You're gonna you're gonna eat it so quickly. I don't think you have to worry about it taking over an area. No. But they uh, here at Millburgers, they've got the, those small tre- small sturdy trellises that work pretty slick. They're only about three foot wide and three foot three and a half feet tall. You're talking the metal ones out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, I use those all the time. I kind of move them around for my uh, sweet peas and things. But they that, that that would work perfectly, I would think. Yeah, that uh, you can always uh, control the uh, growth of it by pruning it. I mean, it it is a vine, and it's easy to prune. It's a succulent vine, and so uh, if it starts going the way you don't want it to go, or getting the size that. You're not saying to prune it and throw it on the ground, are you? <laughs> no. Or in the compost pile. <laughs> Well, they might, you want to eat it. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. He, or give it to the chicken. Well, this first year, this first year, he'll just like Trace said, it'll be, he'll uh, probably be catching up. I mean, waiting for it to produce more. Yeah. It's a late. Well, even uh, even, as even it gets on older. the even on the trellis, how can I make it stick to the trellis? Well, it's not going to stick. Tie it. Yeah, you have to to help it weave it in and out. But it's not. That's not as bad as it sounds. Cause you got big, you got big openings, and it's a, um, it's not a, doesn't break off or anything. You yeah, just, right. Just a couple, t- couple fittings through, and it. You can weave it. Yeah. Take oh, you about okay. three three weave. minutes. Yeah, and uh, how is it on water? Does it need a whole lot of water, or just the usual, or hardly any, or what? Yeah, so it would be right in there with any of the other vegetables this time of year. It's a thicker leaf, so it doesn't transpire as much as say a tomato plant or a pepper plant would uh, but you can get so many more leaves on it than you can on a pepper plant right so uh, you know what you gain one place you give up in the other you got pretty foliage what about fertilization Jerry what do you recommend I've never Just heard like of anybody ever fertilized them Os- Osmocote uh, is that right yeah <laughs> Yeah, that especially in the hanging bag. So you wouldn't you wouldn't treat it like uh, fertilizing regular spinach. No. Does that help you, bud? Yes, I think so. Thank you so much. All right, you you but take care. If you are interested in it, you ought to call up real quick and see if the cashier can save you some because my count okay. was wrong. Now I can see four from here. Oh. No, so bud, if you want one, call two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. Yeah, might, you might need four more. Yeah. And there may be someone else who's listening now who decided they want to try it. So 210-497-3760. Or just come on out to Millburgers. But, all right, we'll take a break. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. This is The Answer. 
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. It's a Texas Superstar Week at Millburgers, and they're featuring Texas Superstars on their sale items. What's a Texas Superstar? These are plants that have been shown to do well throughout Texas to take all our conditions and thrive. And you want Texas Superstars in your garden, and you want to head over to Millburgers this week to save. Like Vinca, the Cora series is on sale in the 4-inch pot for just $0.88 cents each. Texas Lilac Vitex, have you seen them blooming all around town? If you want one in your yard, they're just eighteen eighty-eight in a 3-gallon container. Gold Star Esperanza are absolutely beautiful. They're a Texas superstar, and they're on sale in the 12-inch pot for just nineteen You'll save on Duranta. This beautiful bloomer is a Texas superstar in the 12-inch pot for just sixteen eighty-eight. You can find these and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Learn more on Online at MillburgerNursery.com. It's time to stand with Israel. Consider the lifelong impact of joining nationally syndicated media hosts Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher, along with 9.30 a.m. The Answer on the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd to the 11th. This journey is more than a vacation because it'll guide you through centuries of faith and culture as you visit iconic places right out of Scripture. Along the way, your hosts will broadcast on-site while you watch and participate. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour where you can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float in the Dead Sea, and take a boat out onto the waters of the Sea of Galilee. Have you ever wanted to walk inside the garden tomb? Register today for the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to the 11th. When you visit 930amtheanswer.com, keyword Israel. That's 930amtheanswer.com, keyword Israel. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors, we get the landlord off your bottom line. On Bulverde Road, Tex Hill Middle School students are called the Tigers, inspired by the Flying Tigers, the San Antonio story of David Lee Tex Hill, after this. Spring is here at Countywide Service Company. Our technicians are ready to evaluate your system and ductwork, making sure you're ready for the Texas heat. Our partnership with American Standard allows very affordable options for your needs. American Standard, a trusted brand and countywide service company, cooling Bear County for over 50 years. Call 210-732-9772. License number TACLA 28066E. Tex Hill was an American hero as a triple flying ace and squadron leader of the legendary Flying Tigers during World War II. He retired in Military City, USA as a brigadier general. Today, a generous scholarship is named in his honor to attend the school he did as a young boy. San Antonio Academy. I'm Sonny Melendrez. 
playing some Father's Day music, and we thank him for that. Happy Father's Day to all those dads out there, and uh, uh, we uh, wish you a great day and have a lot of fun. Um, so 210-308-8867, still a pretty day. Trace was noticing. And that here we are. Jerry and I are here having fun at the show. Are you? Oh, good. <laughs> I can tell by your voice that you're having a good time. <laughs> well, yesterday, could you tell by our voice we were having yes, a good time? Yes, I could. <laughs> One of the cool things they did. Uh, there was nothing cool. No, though it was. Yeah. This was. It was, it was a, a very nice event, but yes. it was very warm. Yeah. I thought the idea on the books was a, oh, a good thing. And I yeah. missed that. I could. I didn't even. Didn't, didn't even, even sink in. Was Paul a voracious re- reader? Oh gosh, yes. Is that right? Yeah, but Paul had. I, I kind of I cut my presentation back because of the heat, but. Uh, he 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 was an amazing, uh, you know the the little notebooks he has. Yeah. He has boxes of them, I understand. <laughs> but he also had slides. I mean, he had file cabinets yeah. full of slides and things. So, so I just took it for granted. Well, yeah, in his office at Botanical Garden, he had all kinds. Well, the of the, the books, books were cool, and there were a wide variety of them. Did stuff. you take any? No, no, no. I wanted people that would. Oh, understood them and would enjoy read them. them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm reading this great book now. As a matter of fact, on the history of glue, I, I can't put it down. Oh. Here's another one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of dad jokes on Father's Day. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I didn't, up I didn't even. I didn't even catch that one, but I'm not even going to ask him to explain. <laughs> okay, it'll it'll you'll get it on the way home. It's a way homer. Did you get it? Yeah. I okay. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight. I didn't want to acknowledge it. I don't blame you. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. The number to call to be a part of today's show. You can call us with dad jokes too. Just keep them clean. All right. Uh, Greg Grant came down for the memorial yesterday. And Greg did a good job too. And uh, he was. Uh, he found a couple of books that he didn't have. Mm. In, in that collection there. Did he good for him? And uh, that's why I didn't want to. One of the one of the books he found was uh, the one Paul used to identify plants, and it had the old fashioned plants. It had to, broken down into different categories, and uh, Greg said he had a small version of it, but he took the big one ah. too. That's good. Well, and go very on. cool. Those things had to be expensive. Originally. I'm, I'm sure at the time they were. Yeah, and they still may hardly, be. Some I of can, them may be out of print. Yeah, right? I could hardly pick it up. Pick yeah, it up they were. The, they were heavy. Well, good. Well, we had we had Greg, uh, one of the state's uh, excellent horticulturists. Then we had uh, Dave Creech, Doctor Dave Creech, yeah. too, uh, and. Uh, He's another one at uh, Stephen F. Austin, and well, plus he's, he's w- involved in world agriculture and uh, lots of uh, development, developmental ar- agriculture, and he he was kind of fascinating too. Yeah, he, he was a professor when I went there. Yeah, he he went over to uh, he was the one that went over to uh, China 
He he visited China several times, and uh, fa- saw all those more grande hibiscus yeah. over oh. there. I wonder what they call them over there. I don't know. Yeah, it would be be interesting. To find out. <laughs> but uh, I mean, they're lying in the streets with them over there, that hibiscus. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I we told Mister Moore about that uh, when he when he was still alive, and uh, he I don't know whether it pleased him or or what, but it was uh, al- almost yeah. Almost like he kind of wanted to divorce himself from yeah. everything over there. Right. But uh, anyway, that was interesting. Uh, Calvin wrote some art- wrote an article yesterday's paper about Vitex. Method, you'll like this. He put in there, to, if you want to keep it short, cut it down every fall. <laughs> He hasn't learned from my experience that uh, mm-hmm. you can pr- you can print that, but it ain't happening. Uh, but there's a different there's an extra point there that you've never brought up. Oh, if in fact you believe that this new variety of uh, Vitex is uh, is a invasive plant, if you follow that kind yeah. of management technique, that's true. You would have rarely would you have any seed produced. And so you wouldn't you wouldn't be faced with uh, that. Now, of course, in my yard, I've had had a lot of I got a lot of vitex, and I don't I've never I don't think I've ever seen a reseeded one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, they they got that mixed. They got the species mixed up. The the people that want to call it invasive. Uh, there's one there's one that grows down on the coastline vitex that's very invasive. But our our Vitex is uh, is not invasive, uh, like uh, uh, they, and uh, they wanted when we made Texas Superstar. Uh, a lot of people had a fit, well, you know, wanted us to take it off the endangered list or the uh, invasive list. Yeah, recommended list versus invasive. So so what we did to avoid that was to hurry up and get it on the market uh, before they could complain too much, Milton. No. That wasn't so that. That, that, that the, was not the best answer. No. <laughs> Nads all over the place. But uh, look, up, look up that management practice there. Yeah. And uh, you cut it back every year, and then it comes back and booms up a storm, just like it's doing now here at the nursery. As a shrub. Yeah, as a shrub. Small shrub. Yeah. So. All right. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Let's take a break, back with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas after this on 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls. On 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Here, on Mil- here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road, wishing you a happy Father's Day uh, out there. It's a, uh, we're celebrating with uh, some music back at the station and stuff. And I'm, I'm reminded on this Father's Day, I was not initially uh, a very good I hated to take naps. Just never would happen. 
And then my father accused me of oh, resisting man. arrest. And so I got scared and started taking naps. Uh. All right. Maybe even mixing a little dad joke. Paul, are you sure you want to be involved in this? (laughs) (laughs) Not after that. I don't know what's gotten into Milton. I guess it's uh, all that. It's Father's Day. It's dad jokes. Don't you have to be a father, though, to be be doing those bad jokes? Oh, I don't know now. If that's a bylaw, I don't know. Yeah, well, we've started it now. We'll pass it. Hey, Paul, can you hang on one second? We've got sure. a guy called back. We're going to answer his question real quick, and then we'll talk to you. We have a guest here from the Men's Garden Club. Uh, we have a Harry on the line at 210-308-8867. Harry, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Good. Much so. Uh, good. Thank you for asking. What's going on? Uh, Ma picked up a jug of this stuff called Ortho Ground Clear. It says organic friendly and it has ammonium nano something made in it have you got any reviews on that stuff or got ammonia in it uh it must be a vinegar type of thing well yeah i i remember the time that we were uh overdid it when we were cleaning the uh the uh Uh-oh. service station floors and use potent ammonia uh-huh and uh we had to shut down and get everybody get out of the building <laughs> because it was too too potent but killed you huh but whatever it is you just you gotta follow the label instructions for sure right service even if it's a, you know if it's organic or other yeah we'll ask trace too if uh what what People have with their experiences when he comes back up. I, I don't. I haven't heard the product. Yeah, me either. All you okay. got any experience it's with a new it? thing. With what? Uh, with a product called Ortho Ground Clear. No, I haven't. I haven't. No. Okay. We'll keep asking, Harry. All right. Well, I'm gonna try it out and see what happens. Yeah, you t- yeah. you give us a review. Okay. Just follow those uh, label instructions. What do you? Uh, okay. Thanks, Harry. You take care, man. Right, 210-308-8867, but right now we're going to listen with, uh, let's see, I'm, I'm going to cheat on the name because I, I, I want to get it right. Colonel Paul uh, Hagel, did I do it right? Close enough. Hegel. Hegel. I, I knew it because I was... Uh, He's like Hegel. Yeah. He's a Eagle. University of Texas English Eagle, Eagle with an H. Yeah. Paul um. Hegel, who is here with us. Paul's with, uh, the Colonel is with the Men's Garden Club. And we, we were talking about it yesterday, so it gave us an opportunity uh, when you came by to uh, introduce people to it. And last week we were talking about it, introduce people to it, and uh, have you tell us a little bit about it. So I'm going to kind of throw it to you and Calvin. Okay. Um, first of all, this is our 50th anniversary. Well, happy anniversary. We're going to be celebrating, uh, having a little anniversary get-together on the 23rd of August, uh, at where we meet at the Oblate uh, Center off of Blanco Road, and uh, we'll be putting out invitations pretty soon for that. You know, over the years, uh, since we started back in 1969, uh, we've had uh, all sorts of celebrity guest speakers, and in fact, Kelvin has been doing a, our monthly newsletter uh, article for how many years, Kelvin? Not 50, but not 50, it but seems like it. Probably yeah. about 40 of the yeah. 50. <laughs> And he puts every month, he puts a, an article in our newsletter called The Hortable. And uh, we've had people like Malcolm Beck and, you know, uh, 
Course, know, Jerry uh, has done it. Jerry and uh, all all of the to us. All, all the horticulturists that uh, were at the and a lot of people get confused yeah. about you know men's garden club. We're really a men's and women's club. That's been true ever since the late '80s when uh, we had our first woman president. And uh, hopefully, I'll be able to turn the presidency over to another woman here in, in the next election in December. But uh, no, it's a, it's been an active club for all those years. Anybody that stays in existence for 50 years yeah. is doing something right. Well, well in, some... in, the, in the garden club, this is, uh, Paul mentioned that it's an active garden club. I mean, it start, started the, 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 the children's garden at the Botanical Gardens. It's been the, uh, all of the events in the city, uh, education programs, they've always had a a long, it's, it's more like a, a another one of our great volunteer organizations. Yeah, we are. In fact, uh, we had a, an event yesterday with our mobile children's garden. We actually have a Ooh, garden that? plot that's about three by six foot long, filled with soil. We get little kids to learn how to plant plants, and we, we did that yesterday. Very well, next cool. time you do that, why don't you invite Milton to yeah. see if he can take the, the You class. know, we could actually do it here some, sometime, and oh. uh, you know, it might draw some. That would be, that, yeah. that would be great. Yeah, we'd be happy to do it Cool. Here. So uh, what are some of the – first of all, I didn't realize you're, you're the current president? Yes. I slighted you. I didn't give your title. <laughs> That's all right. Um, but then if we go colonel, president, we're just we're – just, Yeah, we, we, we only got, work very well. We right? only have an hour. Um, no, no. What are some other activities that you guys do? Uh, well, we were pretty much gals? there at all the different garden shows. Like you know, we do the the home and garden show, the festival of flowers. Uh, we we do uh, the uh, saws uh, show that they have, and uh, we do like I say the the children's spring garden. bloom. It used to be spring, spring bloom, bloom giveaway. Oh, Just okay. spring bloom now. Yeah, that's the saws show, and uh, we we do uh, a couple social events every year, like our picnics coming up. Uh, next weekend, and yeah. that always draws a lot of people. Yeah, from and Jerry, remember that because we used to do it quite often at uh, Malcolm's. Malcolm's. Yeah, yeah. Malcolm Beck. Well, yeah. The, the 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 first picnic started with Malcolm Beck. Uh, Is that right? And he had it at his uh, I call it his homestead, uh, and uh, the old garden. Delphine Hill. still lives there, and we used to do it there, and um, they called it a tamalada. We we had tamales. That was a uh, the big event. And then it kind of evolved into a, a picnic type uh, affair, and uh, Malcolm was and Delphine were gracious enough to support us on all that, and she still does. And we've changed the name of it to the we we still have a tamalata too, which is in October, September, October time frame, and she uh, comes to that, and we call it the Beck Tamalata. Uh, that's uh, good. The Beck Tamalata. That's so good. We want to carry that history and tradition on. Tell. Tell us about the meetings, too. In the, the yeah. Oh, yeah. We meet uh, the first Thursday of every month, and it's uh, we usually have a great speaker. You know, the, the people sitting at this table here have spoke many times, and uh, we, we, uh, we have a business meeting and the speaker, and then we uh, have, as I said, a couple of show, social functions every year, the picnic and the Christmas party. And uh, the well, Tamalata and things and like that. Yeah, and the program, and you invite everybody, right? Oh, it's an open, yeah, it's an open yeah. meeting. Anybody can Good come. Good food, too. We're always looking for new members. We'd, we'd like to get some younger members. Uh, we're an aging club, you know, we're 50 uh -huh. years old, so a lot of us <laughs> old fogies like myself are, you know, getting up there. So. But you wouldn't know it because of the active uh, 
history you all have. No, no, we, we're, we're getting quite a few new members that are younger, and that's good. And you've got the you've got you always have the list of opportun volunteer opportunities and education opportunities. Yes, there. we uh, we we always try to do that. Yesterday, I was talking to somebody uh, about creating a little library too. So that's a great a idea. Horticultural library, and we're going to do that. And you know, I I know uh, before Malcolm passed away, uh, he was writing his last book. And it never got published. And I was thinking, you know, maybe there's something we could do to help that along, too. So we're, we're thinking about things like that. Very Sounds cool. Good. Yeah. So the next meeting, if folks are interested. be August the 1st. We skip, believe it or not, we skip July because it's summer and you can't okay. grow anything anyway. Okay. <laughs> well, you can, but. So August 1st. Is there a website to follow you guys yes, on it's, yet? Yes, uh, it's mensgardenclubsa.com. Uh, okay. Men's Garden Club. SA.com.org or .com? Dot, dot .com. Okay. So you can learn more about there. And, uh, yeah, you'll have to give us a what's, uh, what's the date in, um, in August. The, uh, the 50th anniversary party. Oh, is that the 50th anniversary party? Yeah, well, that, that's coming up in August, too. That's, oh, okay. That's August the 23rd. And then uh, on August the 1st is our, our, our next meeting. And, now, okay. but where, and, where's and I don't meeting? know who the speaker is. I, I don't have that handy right now. But uh, we always have good speakers. You know, uh, Mel, you know uh, Jerry and Calvin had spoke many times, and they do a good job. Yeah, you, you don't have to keep. We that. have to deal with their six cents of humor. Obviously, <laughs> very obviously, sick. they're not inviting us to this one to speak, or they would have said, you know, they've got a secret speaker. Well, we could. Sorry, I said anything. Yeah. A secret uh, speaker. But uh, t tell them about where your your, your meeting is at an. Oh yeah, I'm site. sorry. We we actually meet uh, off of Blanco Road at the Oblate uh, Center, which is uh, where the Oblate Mission is. Yeah. It's just before uh, Oblate Highway, and uh, it's inside 410, about three miles, basically. So Blanco on, and on Oblate. Blanco and, and Oblate area. Yeah, we're we're kind of kind of. And like I say, we start at, the meeting starts at 7 p.m. And we usually go a couple hours, two hours. Uh, Very cool. All right. And well, I, I may throw in there that uh, it's called the it's called the men's garden club. Right. But the women are welcome to come too. And in fact, y'all have had a couple of women presidents. Yes, you? absolutely. We've had three women presidents. There you go. And uh, one of them just passed away, uh, Myra Fisher, uh, oh, recently. No. Yeah, Myra passed away a couple months ago. Okay. And she was the first woman president, and she actually uh, did a lot to separate us from the national organization and make us a separate entity where we become a men's and women's club. Yeah. We're too cheap to change the name because then you'd have to do all the legal work to go with it. But no, beyond that, it's, we have a legacy. And the name has a legacy. And we, we, women are as equal as men in the, in yeah. the club. Thank you, sir. Okay, That's great. Well, you. call us. Uh, and website? Yeah. Oh, the website again is mensgardenclubsa.com. Mensgardenclubsa.com. All small letters. Yeah, cool. ch check it out. It's a, yeah. it's kind of, you know, we talk about the Bear County Master Gardeners, the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas. The Men's Garden Club is in that same league in terms of doing tasks and involved in the community. In fact, there's a number of people that are members of all three. Absolutely. In fact, uh, the... I guess the Master Gardener sort of evolved from the Men's Guard Club. Oh, yeah. yeah That's a, you're absolutely right. Yeah, they demanded a, 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 a when Master I, Gardener. Yeah, when they interviewed, they were interviewing us candidates 
that was the one of the prominent questions was, "What would you do to get the master gardeners going?" <laughs> yeah. And there was about three sinister-looking uh, garden club members there with with uh, strong-looking eyes. That uh, and I guess I must have said the right answers. So. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Hey, and you don't you don't have to be retired military to come. Absolutely either. not. We, you know that the club started with a lot of yeah, active duty. Absolutely. Military. <laughs> uh, uh, General Thomas, yeah. yeah, you remember him, Brigadier General, Brigadier General Thomas. Yeah, we still have, <laughs> we have, a, we have a, a member that's currently alive, uh, who is ninety-seven years old. Wow, Chuck Elia. Oh, uh, yeah. Chuck Elia oh, is a yeah. Brigadier General, and he's hopefully he'll be at our, our you know big event on the twenty-third of August. I see him all the time uh, over at. Uh, where we get a plant. Right, right. Plant he, 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 used, he always got the poinsettias for our Christmas party. Yeah. And he, uh, I would go up to him and say, are you still alive? <laughs> he probably he, said, yeah, probably he, more so than you. <laughs> yeah. It, it, uh, he was in good health the last, uh, last yeah. time I saw him. Yeah, I run into him in different places. Uh, he's still getting around pretty well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, sounds good, cool. Paul. Well, Thanks Paul, for thank stopping you so by. Much. Thank right. you for giving me the time. And, and, and do me I'll, a favor: if you got somebody on your board who's handling media or publicity or stuff, make sure that I'm on the list so that we can talk about the event and we'll have you on again as it gets a little closer. I'll do that. All right. Thank, thank you very much. Cool. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Visit with the men's garden club there. That was Paul Hegel, Colonel and President. Uh, Paul Hegel, I got it right, and he'd gone. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm glad he came by. That was uh, uh, very good. And well, and I would and I would have mispronounced it too because I, oh, and I should have pronounced it right because as he mentioned, Hebner and Riggle Road and all that. That's the same thing I have with the U-E, which is pronounced like an kind of a, a soft I. So yeah. Eggle. So and, I bet it's Paul Eggle, or it's been. But anyway. Did he mention? I don't, I don't have to tell him how to pronounce his name. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to somebody off the air. Did he mention the, they started the uh, children's garden? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we went through a, lot, a list of, Good. and we didn't get to go through everything that they've started because they played a prominent role uh, for the whole time I've been here, and and even yeah. even longer than Jerry. They started right. Fifty years ago, so just barely before you got here. Too. Yeah, they uh, they were big, always big supporters of uh, extension service. Yeah, Texas A and M extension. And they were the prime movers on uh, the uh, master gardeners. I mean, oh it, yeah, we had an instant membership. Uh, yeah, that's right. Ready when we decided we we're going to start classes, they were, we were ready to go. We yeah, had stu- we had the the students ready. And they're hard workers, too. Yeah, gosh, yeah. Be... I used to laugh at the, they would, uh, like I say, they're mostly military. And uh, But don't, yeah, and, we, don't, we don't want to scare anybody off because it's <laughs> no, it's a, it's a pleasant environment now. And those uh, have passed away. A lot of those oh. have passed away. <laughs> hey, it's getting worse, isn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it's break time. Uh, <laughs> but, but, yeah. But, I, anyway, they were, they would handle it like a... A military they assignment. Were very, they were very disciplined. Yeah, there you go. Okay. That's what I'm I said that to myself. How would Calvin put that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how would, uh, what's his name, put that? Uh, who's our new uh, person who's uh, very uh, good at, uh, Neil, Neil Sparrow. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. 
All they, right. they were always, uh, I, I was amazed at how they can form committees and uh, uh, the Air Force retirees. Uh, I remember Colonel uh, Al Banner. Oh, yeah. And uh, But they always supported the county horticultures, starting with the original county horticultures, uh, Robert Durs, Bob Durs. Yeah, they're a wonderful asset. They always have been and uh, continue to be. So we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. Be a part of the show at 210-308-8867. And, uh, by the way, if you've got an organization, uh, we're kind of doing a little features on those. If uh, a volunteer uh, gardening organization... uh, Shoot me an email, Milton at Salem, San Antonio.com, or Milton at KLUP.com. Both will come to me. And, uh, yeah, and tell us about it. We'll see if we can't uh, uh, highlight your organization just a little Are bit. Are you going to give a talk out there? Where? Wherever they call No, he, did, he didn't ask me to give a talk. I think the joke ruined that. Uh, I think he was, uh, he was probably well, going to go. We can arrange it. I was just wa- wondering. I, I sent that uh, notice about the Rutabaga Society, yeah. and you, you seem to have no, oh, ignored that, that. I must have gone to junk. <laughs> I don't think I saw it. That's a shame. I sent it again. All right. <laughs> okay. And then we'll have both of you on the air. All right. Yeah. <laughs> 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. It's a Texas Superstar Week at Millburgers, and they're featuring Texas Superstars on their sale items. What's a Texas Superstar? These are plants that have been shown to do well throughout Texas to take all our conditions and thrive. And you want Texas Superstars in your garden, and you want to head over to Millburgers this week to save. Like Vinca, the Cora Series is on sale in the 4-inch pot for just $0.88 cents each. Texas Lilac Vitex. Have you seen them blooming all around town? If you want one in your yard, they're just eighteen eighty-eight in a three-gallon container. Gold Star Esperanza are absolutely beautiful. They're a Texas superstar, and they're on sale in the twelve-inch pot for just nineteen eighty-eight. You'll save on Duranta. This beautiful bloomer is a Texas superstar in the twelve-inch pot for just sixteen eighty-eight. You can find these and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Bull Forty Road. Learn more on. Online at MillburgerNursery.com. If you lease office, warehouse, or retail space for your business, you already know that leasing rates are going up. You don't want to overpay for your space, but it's hard to avoid when the landlord holds all the cards. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and the founder of Bottomline Realty Advisors. We work with professionals and business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or purchasing commercial property, it affects your bottom line. The landlords have representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant and have no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We never represent landlords, but stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, and we'll work to get the landlord off your bottom line and find out why we don't cost you a dime. 210-535-7800. 210-535-7800. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com. Bottomline Realty Advisors. We get the landlord off your bottom line. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas.
Sometimes President Trump puts his foot in his mouth when he doesn't have to. In an interview with former Bill Clinton operative and current ABC News anchor George Stephanopoulos, the president said he would not necessarily inform the FBI if a foreign government provided dirt on his political opponents. Not only does the comment give his opponents, including those in Congress who want to impeach him, more fuel for their effort, it is completely unnecessary. All of the Democrats, from Joe Biden's plagiarism and flip-flopping to Bernie Sanders' socialism, have plenty going against them. Furthermore, the president has the issues in his favor, from the economy to record low unemployment, more jobs and job openings than ever, and a rising tide in minority communities. He should be touting that record and featuring people who have benefited from his policies at his rallies. He should also note, as Rush Limbaugh has mentioned, what is happening in California, with rat-infested streets, homelessness, and filth as the future of the country if it turns socialist. That's all the dirt he needs. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Next Thursday, you will be caught in an extreme flash flood. Disasters don't plan ahead, but you can. Talk to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. Get started today at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance, reminding you that when you adopt a shelter pet, you discover all the things that make them unique. Adopt pure love at the shelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. was a giant and I was just a kid I was always trying to do everything he did I can still remember every lesson he taught me growing up learning how to be like my old man And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We got a, um, a text from Al, uh, sent me something, a listener called in, said they've got some insects uh, that whenever they go outside, they just get real angry and, and, and attack him. And he wants to know if we think he has grumble bees. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Listen, I, I, know, I told you this. I, I knew it's, that it's some of the people jokes. that sat through our two hours of presentations yeah. yesterday in the sun yeah. would take vengeance on us. There you go. And Mil- Milton has just positioned the, uh-huh. ideally to do that. All right, Bill is on the line at 2103. I think these jokes are even worse than yours, Jerry. Yeah, oh. I do too. I, I bet you in a month, two, three months from now, he's stealing them. Uh, 210-308-8867, especially Grumble Bees. Yeah. 210-308-8867. Oh, stop it. Bill's on the line. We'll talk to Bill. He's got a tomato question. What's going on, Bill? Hey, good afternoon to y'all, and happy Father's Day. Thank happy you. Happy Father's Day. Hey, we're having an issue with our tomatoes. Um, we pick them. They look good, and uh, we set them on the counter for a day or two. 
and they just start disintegrating, getting real mushy, and you know, they leaking liquid. Yeah, there is a, a fruit rot that uh, gets in some tomatoes. Uh, do they have a, do they have any damage like a fungus damage or a blossoming rot or anything when you pick the tomatoes? No, no, they look good. No blossoming rot. Uh, how about how we, about speckling? Hello. Uh, um, yes, I, I think yes, yes. Uh-huh. Well, I'm I'm thinking the the leaf leaf footed bugs and stink bugs are do damage. Uh, are hitting them, but uh, okay. up until up until now, they just uh, they just caused a little scar tissue and discoloration. But I'm noticing that uh, uh, between them and the birds, there's, there's a lot of almost physical damage now. Yeah. Well, so, we don't find any. I don't think we don't. We haven't found any with you know like major or like a bird was pecking or anything like that. Now we do have those. I call them those stink bugs. They're the brown-looking yeah. or black-looking. They look uh, like drones. Yeah, we have a bunch of them dadgum things. <laughs> and uh, and you have you have specks on the fruit, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. You know, for a while, up until a week ago, they they weren't causing major damage. Um, now we're getting. Kind of at the end of the uh, the crop time, and they've had a little long longer. They're hitting them harder, so I'm I'm afraid that may be contributing uh, to okay. it. Jerry, you think that? Yeah, I I, I can't think of. Uh, you might want to uh, to see if you can avoid that uh, after you pe- after you pick the tomatoes. Uh, dip dip them in a uh, weak solution of uh, a bleach, okay. uh, and that'll that'll kill any spores that uh, that might be on there uh, before you before you put them on the counter and let them let them uh, let okay. them ripen. Now, some see of if a, that helps. Some of our gardener for uh, gardeners are actually using, and tra- I think Trace and Mary here on the staff are kind of the leaders of this but they they use those little hand vacuum cleaners to try to reduce <laughs> the population of those uh, leaf-footed bugs there you go yeah i, I was going to try that uh, yeah i i keep there. threatening to try it too uh but uh that you know nor you normally you just have to reduce their population a bit and then you can escape but let's see what do we got and look for <laughs> eggs on the bottom of the leaves yeah we got two weeks left i guess of tomato the tomato harvest yeah, yeah. July, july 1st yeah um we were thinking also then we had such a wet spring would that contribute to that, that yes contribute? that could that definitely contributes to that yeah that and the lush weeds everywhere yeah has mm-hmm. you know stink bugs got it lots of places to hide Okay. All I'm right. sorry. Well, I, I think that takes care of it. Well, no, I uh, appreciate you all. Uh, <laughs> well, get get ready. You know, in a couple of weeks, pull, get, harvest everything you can, and then uh, about July 1st or shortly after that, pull your plants and be ready to replant in July, at the end of July. Yeah, yeah. and get rid of all the debris. Yeah, and, that, and that's a good point. Don't. 
You may even have a spider mites there, so right. kind of get rid yeah, of I've the... I've been spraying with that liquid seaweed, and, and uh, yeah, I've been doing that good. for quite a while. That's good, yeah. Itself. Yeah, I, I haven't hey, seen, uh, as far as I can tell, I haven't seen spider mites of mine, but a lot of gardeners have. Yeah. Another recipe question. Do y'all, do y'all have uh, a recipe for salsa in, in, uh, on, what is it, planters.com? For salsa? Yeah. Oh, good. For, for what now? Salsa. salsa. Oh, I guess so. Uh, go on to plantanswers.com and type in uh, the hottest food growing. Okay. Hottest food growing. Uh, that's a, uh, got some Mexican recipes in it. Uh, Shirley Johnson used, oh, to be perfect. A, used to be the... Home dimmer agent here. Uh-huh. And, she, and she's still alive, going strong. She's still alive and still mean. I, I wanted to I say that before me Jerry me mean said anything. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess she's still alive. Yeah, she's absolutely well, alive. <laughs> it's hard to tell when you see her. <laughs> oh, no. That she, wasn't me, Shirley. Yeah, she's still got 30 minutes to come uh. over here and check that out on you. All right. Thanks, sir. Good luck. Keep, it, keep us informed. All right, 210-308-8867. Jeannie is on the line. Jeannie, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, thank you. How about you? Good, thanks thank you. for asking. Okay, well, I have a question. I have a um, Texas red oak tree in my front yard, and I wanted to put, um, it has a raised bed around it, and I wanted to put some type of perennial in there and i was thinking about hostas but i was wondering if they would grow i live here in san antonio no well they'll no. grow but the uh <laughs> snails will eat them down as fast as they grow slugs and snails just go wild after them and once and once they they've been attacked by uh shrubs uh slugs and snails they uh never grow back i mean the leaf never gets gets better if you got good soil yes i mean i've you know i've had i've planted stuff in there before like usually oh. just annuals and so i've kept you know re- putting good soil in there and compost and stuff would uh, you is there any perennial you'd suggest putting in there yeah. that would be good with the shade um go ahead trace oh, 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 oh he needs to <laughs> well <laughs> what's your point I, I was thinking of uh Cyclamen, I mean, yeah, my isn't that the one the uh, in the shade that yeah yeah that we use in the winter yeah cycle cyclamen is uh, tolerates in fact it re- requires shade in the in the summertime, but it uh, has a wonderful foliage in the winter, the fall, and then in the spring it's got good foliage, but it has beautiful blooms too. You might take a little look at that if you've never. Yeah, played. I was. I was thinking of uh, dwarf realia. That's another dwarf good one. Another good. Comes one. in pink and blue. Yeah, the and white. And yeah, y'all got white? No, but it comes in white. <laughs> yeah, it comes in white. I like the blue the best, but the white is pretty, but it's not not quite as bloom bloomful. But okay, yeah, that was dwarf realia. Dwarf realia. Uh, do they call it uh, Mexican petunia here in your yeah. in yes. your salad? It's it still hasn't changed. Okay. 
And <laughs> what what is the selection of uh, Cyclamen Jerry? The I mean the uh, what uh, the the one with the yellow ye- yellow flowers that uh, blooms in the that we were talking about just a minute ago they, in the shade that we used to collect we collect the seed. Am I am I getting the right Columbine. Name? Columbine, that's it. Uh, that's well, why I was looking part at of the conversation. Thank yeah, you. Well, that's thank why, you, uh, that's why he's blues, looking yeah, at me. Uh, sometimes, like sometimes it's better to come in late. Uh, <laughs> so, right. Columbine, that's better. Uh, uh, Texas Gold, what is it? Te- Texas Gold, Gold Columbine? Or Hinkley's. Yeah, and uh, that's a neat plant. Um, but it's hard it's to find. It's fi- yeah, it's a, per- uh, well, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a weak perennial. It seeds and some of them do come back, but you got you know you got to let it uh, seed too. But you might you might experiment with that if you can find one. I know Milberger's usually has. I've got Columbine out there. I just don't remember what colors. Yeah, yeah. I like I like that Mexican petunia. It's oh, bulletproof. A, much much easier to grow, I guess. Yeah. Okay. All right. We spread a little bit. Okay. Well, you gave me some good options. Thank you so much. I appreciate your help. You bet. Thank Thanks you very for much calling. for calling. Uh-huh. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, where Wade is on the line. Thanks, Wade, for waiting. What's going on today? Well, I heard you remarking on the show yesterday about a friend of yours having a white and mountain laurel. And I've often wondered, out of the 21 that I have, one of them, when they bloom in the spring, is a very, very I mean, light, pale, purple, and then it turns white. But it's very huh. light. Compared to the other ones that are bright purple, it's very pale purple. Then it'll stay bright white, and then, the, you know, they all die with that black seed pod. Right. Is that, is that considered a white one? No. <laughs> that uh, The whites that uh, it's very have vivid. shown up are, are it's very rare, and... Uh, it's pure white. Yep. I got one down the street from my house. There used to be a really nice one in front of the airport to the city yeah. got a hold of it. There uh, used to be some around the, uh, let's see, what do they call that, municipal auditorium down there? Uh, didn't they call it Lila Cockrell? Well, there was there's both Lila Cockrell and municipal. They're two different theaters. I think Lila Cockrell is the one I'm thinking about. Okay. So basically, it's not one out of every fifty mountain laurels. No, it's uh, it might if you mountain laurel is sort of like blue bonnets. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They have they have color variants in the blooms, uh, but uh, some are dark, some are dark blue, and uh, uh, then some of that lighter, lighter That's blue. Nice. That's what I got. Right. That, but just one of them does it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's neat, though, to have that variation. Yeah, it is because it st- it does stick out from the other ones, and uh, it's it's they're they're a great screen because uh, they border the property all four cor- all four uh, corners of the property, and around you know the deer won't touch them, and uh, they make a great screen for wind and sound barrier. Right, that's great. They just don't eat the, don't don't eat the berries. No, no, I just scratch them on the ground and touch my wife. There you go. <laughs> uh, one more question about Agapanthus. I have nine different lilies of the Nile. Uh, some are purple, some are white. But notice this year, one of them 
is white with purple stripes, the flower. Right. Is that some type, because I know they're supposed to be solid colors. Is that, is that some type of, like we're talking about with the mountain laurel, some type of genetic variation? I think so. It's just a sport. Okay, that yeah. particular one is a sport, uh, which is kind of hard to hard to see periodically. But uh, yeah, that's just a sport. What we call a sport, a, a genetic variant. Is it okay to trim those seed pods off those uh, Vitex after they bloom, or do the birds eat them? No, it's trim them off. You'll bloom. Okay. It's just like just like a crepe myrtle. You cut yeah. them off, you'll bloom again much quicker. Oh yeah. Oh. Good deal. Good deal. Good 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 answers, uh, guys. Thanks a lot. I've been wondering you about bet. this stuff for a while. Happy <laughs> Father's Day. Yeah. Thanks, Wade. You Thank take you, care. Sir. God bless you all. You too. Thank you. All right. Bye well, that'll free up a line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What's that? Can we remind everybody that Monday is? Oh the- yeah. Please do. Uh, Gardening Volunteers of South Texas. Jerry's got it. Go ahead, Jerry. Give the particulars. Uh, Yeah, that's uh, 12 to 3 on Monday, June 17th. That's tomorrow, right? Yeah. At the San Antonio Garden Center. Uh, And uh, two wonderful speakers this this week. Uh, Mark Fannick, uh, president of Fannick's Garden Center. Uh, will be located, well, uh, everybody knows where Fanix is. We'll be speaking at uh, at 12.15 for 45 minutes to an hour. Topic will be crepe myrtles, old and new. So that'll be good to hear. And uh, they, uh, the sp- second speaker after Mark will be uh, uh, some guy named Bill Steven. Steven? Sfeeland. Uh, <laughs> Wild Birds Unlimited. Wild Birds Unlimited. And he can tell you about the birds. He can tell you about the uh, plants that attract birds to your yard. I wonder if you talk about low-flying birds. Uh, Probably. He, ta- he talks mostly about birds. So. <laughs> he will bring items from his shop that are popular with birds. Maybe bird feeders. And squirrels. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's got, so he's got all kinds of options. And that, uh, he's a good person to bring up any issues you have in terms of, well, you know, how do we control the squirrels or how do we share and and not have damage and all. So bring any questions or uh, challenges you have, and, he, and Bill will help you solve it. So those are two good speakers, and that's tomorrow at uh, beginning at uh, high noon. It's uh, free to the public, but they appreciate a uh, $5 donation to cover the food cost and the and the billing. But uh, that's not necessary. It's for free and open to the public, sponsored by Garden Volunteers of South Texas. All right. We have Jay on the line at 210-308-8867. 308-8867. What's going on, Jay? Hey, how you all doing today? You all sound awesome on the radio. Thank you, sir. I want ask a question. My, my neighbor, with all these little storms that we just came through here, she lived by the Woodlawn Lake area, and we got hit just like everyone else, I guess, around town. And um, she has a, a oak tree. It's rather old, probably about 40 years old. 
is very well established. But uh, she had a couple of limbs that got, you know how when the wind comes, it just kind of splinters them off? Do those, yes. do those parts need to be painted? And how do you paint the splintered part? I mean, they were, the, well, you, the splintered part broke off probably, they were probably about uh, five well, inches you, thick where they splintered. Yeah. Yeah, if you can paint them, you just do the best you can to to do that. Now, if you if it's longer than five days ago, then it's, there's no there's no no sense or you, it doesn't help to go ahead and paint them. So oh. any kind of any kind of breakage or cutting that's done, you want to paint it immediately, and because after five or six days, the if there is going to be uh, Entry of the disease that's already taken place, but the the structural dam the structural damage is already done. So that that branch is the next time we get that windy, it's going to get worse. So I, I would really get someone out and maybe uh, see about trimming those off and then resealing. That's right. If you do that, right. and that's always easier if you got that regular cut there. You're right. Because it's okay. It, a good o- point. It can only get worse. So it's better to do a controlled fall, get it cut out. Yeah, that's what she's going to do, and she told the guy. But when the guy, uh, he pretty much just threw a rope up there, and he pulled them because they were splintered really bad, and then he just pulled them with the truck, and they broke down, and he was like, well, I really don't need to get up there. He goes, they're, they're only about, they weren't real thick, like in like about five inches in diameter. And he goes, anything over like about six, seven inches you need to paint. I never well, heard of that. Anything, anything bigger than your little finger. One inch. And in fact, he wow. probably... Uh, if it's in the city of well, San Antonio or some of the suburbs, he's he's broken the law. Uh oh. He's uh, the law is okay. that you paint those wounds. Really? Okay. All right. Hey. Well. Thanks, guys. That's what I thanks wanted to ask. Uh, we'll let her fill her in. Thank you all. Have a great well, thank, you thank you for calling. We got to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero. 308-8867. Back after this on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. It's a Texas Superstar Week at Millburgers, and they're featuring Texas Superstars on their sale items. What's a Texas Superstar? These are plants that have been shown to do well throughout Texas to take all our conditions and thrive and you want Texas superstars in your garden, and you want to head over to Millburgers this week to save. Like Vinca, the Cora series is on sale in the 4-inch pot for just $0.88 cents each. Texas Lilac Vitex, have you seen them blooming all around town? If you want one in your yard, they're just $18.88 in a 3-gallon container. Gold Star Esperanza are absolutely beautiful. They're a Texas superstar, and they're on sale in the 12-inch pot for just $19.88. You'll save on Duranta. This beautiful bloomer is a Texas superstar in the 12-inch pot for just $16.88. You can find these and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road. Learn more on Line at MillburgerNursery.com. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. 
This is Larry Elder, and no matter what kind of plumbing problem you're experiencing, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics and their technicians have the skill set and dedication to bring your home back into ship-shape condition. And you'll love their flat-rate pricing for standard repairs. Call Dixie Bishop. She's passionate about serving you when you have a plumbing problem. Whether it's a water heater, water leak, or clogged drain line, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics respond to your emergency stat. God bless Texas and Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. And here's Dixie Bishop. At Texas Plumbing Diagnostics, we'll find your plumbing problem and we'll fix your problem. Call 210-698-9790 or find us at tpdtx.com for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics, we respond to your emergency stack. If you're looking to buy or sell gold and silver in San Antonio, then come down and see us today at Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. We are proudly veteran-owned and operated and care deeply about professionalism and your privacy. I'm Tony Arterburn, and as owners of Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange, my wife Melissa and I buy all of our gold and silver coins and bullion direct from the trading floor to give you the most up-to-date pricing. And when it's time to sell your gold and silver items, we pay you top dollar. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange also accepts and deals in Bitcoin and major cryptocurrencies. Call or text us today for more info or to set an appointment. 888-667-1836. That's 888-667-1836. Or go to wisewolfgoldandsilver.com. From bullion to Bitcoin, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. We spend our whole lives taking care of those we love. However, statistics show that over half of all adults fail to have a will prepared. Giving the gift of a well-prepared estate plan is one of the most loving things you can do for those you care about. So let me introduce you to Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. Charlie is an estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you and your family and your goals and desires for them. Charlie makes the process simple. Most clients have a plan in place in as little as two visits. Give Charlie Weisinger and his staff at Weisinger Law Firm a call today. Your first consultation is free. Weisinger Law Firm is conveniently located one mile north of 1604 in Selma, Texas. You can reach him at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800. Or online at WeisingerLawFirm.com. W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R LawFirm.com. Seen the times when this was done, the time that it's passed us by. 
at Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. <laughs> a little artist by the name of Jeremy Parsons, and when my old man oh, was young. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I thought I recognized it. <laughs> yeah, I thought you might. But, uh, yeah, on a Father's Day, I wanted to play that for you. Yeah. All right, when my old man was young, do you remember the name of the CD that that's on... No. Okay. Well, go, go to Jeremy's <laughs> website or go to plantanswers.com. Yeah, at the bottom of the page. Yeah, you can find that. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. All right, no well, calls. I got, I got good news. What you got? Uh, Dr. Lair Stein and I went out last Thursday Yeah. Uh, to get the... Uh, to get the purslane out of our tomato planting, where we choose the uh, uh, best uh, rodeo tomato for the following year. And, uh, uh, and then we evaluated the new varieties that we were testing. And we found uh, four, four contenders for the rodeo tomato next year. Wow. Uh, now, they were, they're still in uh, mostly green stages but uh they that some of them have got good fruit set and uh no word plenty of tomatoes and uh good foliage cover which is important at this time of the year for keeping fruit from oh, sunburn yeah. and um uh, we had the celebrity out there to compare it to and all the four that we picked are better than celebrity they got better yeah. How do, how do you determine they, that they got better? better foliage, better yeah. fruit set, uh, on and on. Oh, very cool. And uh, so all, all four, so the tomato that is chosen, will it definitely be chosen out of these four? Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Unless something dramatically changes uh, when the fruit ripens. And I brought Milton and Calvin some fruit. Yeah. <laughs> Which which was amazing to me because all the varieties out there, with the exception of the cherry tomato, we had some Romas, and they did the same thing. The first tomato to ripen at the bottom of the bottom of the cluster, in other words, the one the earliest set, every every variety had one tomato of blossom and wild on it. At least one. At least one. Uh, mo- mostly just one. Hmm. And uh, uh, 968, the cherry didn't have any fruit drug. And that thing was sweet. I I got to eating that thing out there in the field, and uh, the, it's forgot for ripe tomatoes. And that thing was sweet. I didn't hmm. realize it was that sweet. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think of it as, I think of it, uh, the other one, uh, what's the other t- little tomato we like? Uh, uh, 968? No. Roma? No. Um. <laughs> the one that's uh, pear-shaped, kind of. Yeah, this is sad. Uh-oh. Uh, it, it was later in ripe. Yeah, I, I, I always too. think of that as a, li- a little sweeter than 968. Yeah. I think a 968's got kind of a just the right amount of acid in it. Yeah, tart. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, the paint is looking good. But uh, I was amazed at... Uh, there didn't seem any of our tomatoes in the field didn't seem to have a, a, a quite a bit of damage from this blossom in rot. 
But it goes to show that at that particular time when that tomato was set, and we had several calls on that. Oh, yeah. Mine, mine uh, <laughs> was a good example. Yeah. yeah. Uh, had that damage. And there's nothing you could have sprayed to prevent it. Uh, it, it the, the literature says it's a calcium deficiency. But uh, it's environmentally stimulated. And I guess that maybe that was the rains that we had. Uh, Common, it was, so yeah, some combination some of combination. temperature differences, moisture differences, and uh, availability. Of, of course, there's a lot, always a lot of calcium there. So yeah, but it was always it was across all variety. Uh-huh. So if you had that, uh, don't worry about it. Just uh, re- remove them. Take them. Take the fruit to your friends. <laughs> timing. Timing was more important in, in my garden. Timing was more important than the uh, what variety it was. I mean, if the yeah. earlier the earlier it was, the more I saw that right blossom end drop. Right, and uh, well, like like we said earlier in the program, the, some people complaining a little bit about uh, spider mites uh, infestation. Some people don't know that they've got a spider mite problem. So I've got on plantanswers.com, uh, I've got a pic- image, pictures that you can see the spider mite damage. It's, it's hard to see the spider mites themselves, but uh, I also have an article that, uh, that's in Topics of the Month called Spider Mites Recognize- Recognizing the Damage. So... Uh, if you do, think you've got spider mice or don't know if you've got spider mice or not, look at those pictures, and uh, they'll pretty well uh, explain it to you. I think, I think my article next Saturday talks about um, the spider mites, the leaf-footed bugs, the stink bugs. <laughs> and All so, the pestilence. Yeah, that we're seeing now. And one of the main points it makes is, which we've talked about today, is that that we're going to be pulling these these early tomatoes off within a couple of weeks? So get what you can. You know, don't don't go for a more elaborate treatment than you need, because uh, we've we've had the best luck with uh, when we plant a new new crop in in the end of July. Yeah, so, there's there's no plant resistance to them, and uh, they. I, I usually tell people, because the, uh, that earlier caller said he, he using the liquid seaweed, which kind of slows their population down. But once you see them and got them, uh, that does very little to control the population. In the heat, we- the hot weather, they double their population yeah. every three days. Well, this this kind of uh, weather we're facing with the spider mites there makes it a lot easier for us to make those decisions about. Right. Let's uh, let's just pulling them out. Let's yeah. Let's harvest everything we can in the next two weeks, and then we'll pull them out. And a couple weeks after that, we'll plant the new recommended varieties. Right. And uh, I that is about the only way we've been able to control them in the greenhouse or. Yeah. Out in the field is when you see that one plant that they start on, it's better to sacrifice that one plant than to lose them all. Well, and 
and uh, we've always said, you know, you can you can uh, keep keep the plants in place, but you're liable to raise more spider mites and funguses than you are more tomatoes yeah. from, from those old plants. And now that the weather's turned hot, those little bitty tomatoes there, everybody says, well, why they got tomatoes on them? But not only is the skin tough, but they don't size once the temperature gets hot. Yeah, and if you had the leaf-footed bugs like it sounds yeah. like most of us have, you're going to have that speckling that we talked about just a little while ago, too. I think that I think that leaf-footed bug has given Calvin a mental... Uh, I'm gonna, I'm he, gonna, he's had me- mental... Uh, I'm going to get a... Actions. I'm going to get a... Uh, a vacuum cleaner, especially <laughs> for the Just whoosh, especially whoosh, for it, yeah. yeah. Like a four-wheel drive. You know? Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right, well, listen, we have uh, run out of time for today. Oh, no. Wanna thank you for listening, and thank you for uh, uh, listening to the show yesterday. That meant a lot of, to a lot of folks to do that, so we appreciate you listening, even if you didn't know Paul. Uh, if you wanted to hear the show, it'll be put on the uh, podcast page as of Tuesday. So you'll find it there. We'll say goodbye for today. Hey, some of the events that we talked about, you'll find on MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com. Thanks to Al, doing a great job. Got lots of calls today. Thanks for you for calling in and listening. I'm Milton Glick. See you next Saturday on The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.